This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. The new year is a great time to take a step back and look at your finances. And sometimes the best thing you can do is remortgage. It can save you a lot of money in the long run as long as you have a mortgage professional on your side when dealing with the banks. And our guest this afternoon is that person, accredited mortgage professional, Angela Calla. She's the host of The Mortgage Show uh, tonight at 7 o'clock on CKNW and every Saturday night. Also the best-selling author of The Mortgage Code. We'll talk to Angela. But first, it's some of the consumer news from the past week. We may soon be able to walk into a drugstore and buy a take-home COVID test kit. London Drugs says that it has been working closely with a number of vendors to bring in rapid tests to their BC stores, perhaps as soon as two to three weeks. Locals have expressed a lot of frustration over the lack of rapid tests here in BC, and other provinces have provided free rapid tests through their pharmacies. However, Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry told reporters in a press briefing back in December that there is a global supply issue for rapid antigen tests. Dr. Henry also clarified in a briefing this past Tuesday that the province is not hoarding any tests. Uh, That was a big rumor that was going around that they were being held in a warehouse. The province has been reporting record-breaking COVID-19 daily case numbers. As a result, Dr. Henry said employers should anticipate seeing significant staff shortages due to illness from the Omicron variant. And the COVID pandemic has been great for most CEOs of big companies. Canada's 100 highest paid CEOs had their second best year ever in 2020, even as the pandemic left this country in the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression. David McDonald, a senior economist at the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, wrote the report examining how much the top 100 best-paid CEOs of publicly traded companies earned last year. The report points out that by Tuesday at noon, the average CEO of these companies would have already earned what the average Canadian worker will make in the entire year of 2022. In 2020, as many Canadians had hours cut, they maybe lost their jobs uh, completely during repeated lockdowns and forced closures. The highest paid 100 CEOs at publicly traded companies earned an average of $10.9 million. More than 82% of that average came through bonuses, including cash or stock options, which McDonald said the companies creatively calculated to make sure even if the business wasn't doing all that well during the pandemic, it wouldn't affect the CEO's paycheck. McDonald says when times are bad, the CEOs are protected. And when business picks up, the sky's the limit. And Cadillac has just debuted its new self-driving concept car at this year's Consumer Electronics Show. The Inner Space is a two-seater vehicle. Actually, it's described as a love seat, and it is a love seat. The front seat, it looks, it kind of reminds me of people in the 70s who had those vans with beds in the back, you know, the shagging wagons. 
Uh, well, Cadillac says it allows passengers to focus on their journey and not driving because it's a self-driving car and it gives them more, quote, personal time. The video that debuted the car also shows a couple who seem kind of into each other. On the exterior, the car features expansive panoramic glass on the roof and part of the body uh, for impeded view. So there's glass all around, the doors, the ceiling. But from the description, it sounds like Cadillac kind of wants you to kind of have sex in the car. So I, I hope it's one-way glass. This is Martin Strong and uh, on Vancouver Consumer when we come back. Angela Calla has some great advice on how you can make 2022 a financially sound one. That's coming up next. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. We're one week into 2022. And what better time to get your financial health in order? And for a lot of us, that includes not only your investments and what you have, but also debt, our mortgages, our other kind of payments as well, all that kind of stuff. And paying attention to that, making sure you're getting the best possible deal from your mortgage and the way you've structured your debt can save you a lot of money. And our guest right now is an expert at doing just that. Angela Calla is an accredited mortgage professional. She's the host of The Mortgage Show tonight at 7 and every Saturday on CKNW. Also uh, an author, The Mortgage Code is the book. And Angela is with us right now. Hi, Angela. How are you? Happy New Year, Martin, and Happy New Year to all of our CKNW family. Yeah, Happy New Year to you too, Angela. And uh, I, I guess the New Year really is a great time to, you know, to, to get yourself organized. What's your kind of uh, process for the New Year? What do, you, what do you do to get ready for the upcoming year? Every single year, it's so important to take stock of financial house. You know, if you are a homeowner, you would have received your BC assessment, and many of us would have seen increases anywhere from 20 to 50%. Of course, there can be exceptions to that rule, but looking at that equity that you've accumulated, it's important to consider how can we protect that equity, first and foremost, because having equity right now, Sometimes people even scared to say they have equity because somebody's jumping down their throat saying, well, now because you have equity, it's impossible for a first-time home buyer. Let's find a way to tax that. And that's, that's not fair. You know, so looking at what you've earned and, and the home ownership, the reason why you have it is for security. 99% of us live in our homes and we just want a place for security and for shelter. And so protecting that is our right to be able to do and protect that by ensuring that you have every option that's out there working for you. And that starts with first and foremost, making sure that you have the best mortgage, taking a look comparing it to what's out there today, seeing if you have debt outside of your mortgage. Are you carrying credit cards? Are you carrying lines of credit? And most importantly, uh, are you, do you have an emergency fund? The last two years have taught us that things can change in a snap of a finger. So with that in mind, it's really prudent to be able to have six months of living expenses set aside in the event that we have a significant health change, a significant lifestyle change, or just need uh, something in terms of emergency to help one of our loved ones. And so that's the first and foremost check and balance that I take. 
And uh, in doing so, also with tax time coming up, you know, you're going to want to make sure that you pay a little bit more attention to your mortgage statement and bring that to your uh, tax preparation specialist or your accountant and let them know if you've been working from home or if there is anything that they should know about the change in your tenure accordingly. So if there are any tax credits that you can obtain as a result, then you can make sure that you benefit from those as well. Yeah, I remember in the old days, that was a really unique thing. If you were working from home, you could uh, write off part of your home. But I guess nowadays, everybody is doing some work at home. So I guess you really need to pay attention to that. Yes, yes, you really do. And, you know, Martin, if you are like 7 out of 10 Canadians, most Canadians feel that they're living paycheck to paycheck and they are very concerned about their retirement, especially with the rising cost of everything. And this week alone, I've had five sets of parents call me and say, hey, you know, I have two kids or I have four kids and our home is mortgage-free, we're retired, but we want to know what's the best family plan that we can put into place to help our kids. Our kids are all very unique. Some are still, uh, two are living at home, two are not living at home, one is married, one is not. How are we going to help them use our family assets and transfer of wealth to get into the market? Because bank of mom and dad is not something that's new. Most of us have had help from bank of mom and dad in some regard. And some parents don't even consider that Having our children live rent-free while they're working is actually help from mom and dad as well. And if it wasn't for that family support and that family planning on how to help everyone achieve homeownership, then a lot of us wouldn't have the, um, the opportunities that we have right now. So don't shy away from that. And actually, Martin, one thing I, I should let you know is that we are hosting a virtual homebuyer seminar at the end of this month. So anybody who would like to join that to look at how they can utilize the family planning aspect and utilize the best advantageous ways to help, um, you know, protect the equity that they built and help their children move on to own their own homes at one point in time um, is a topic that we're going into in detail for, for a full hour. So, Right, so people can go, to, they can go to angelacalla.ca to sign up for that? Yes. Yeah, we're talking to Angela Calla. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And uh, to continue this conversation, it, it seems I, it's probably like this in a lot of different cities. But if you live in the lower mainland, it seems to me, uh, and you and you are lucky enough to own property, it, it seems like a struggle between income and equity. Well, you, you've got this piece of equity that just keeps going up and up and up. And maybe you, you just saw your, your new assessment and it's really huge, but you don't really feel all that wealthy because you're still day to day, you know, trying to cover the bills mm-hmm. and things. So it's, it's really important that people take advantage of the equity that they have. And I guess that's why you need to talk to somebody about a mortgage and maybe consolidating or just taking advantage of of the equity that you might not even realize you have. Yes, and getting it activated. 
So there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. And you can do that with the right mortgage structure. You can do that with the refinance. And if you borrow any money to invest, then that is a tax deduction as well. So you can get the tax deduction from borrowing the money, plus, of course, any gains from any secure investments that you decide to take on as well. And that's how you activate your equity. And and so taking a look at all of those options is really what's going to be the difference between you know, you being able to be a little bit more comfortable or kind of sitting there wondering what you could do differently. Right. And as we look at 2022, I'm finding it hard to say it. I still, every time I say it, I still can't believe yeah. it's 2022. It still feels like 1998 to me. Exactly. As, as we go to 2022, um, the big question is, uh, the price of houses, is it going to continue to rise? And how how does someone deal with that? What's the, the, the best way to deal with that? Say you own a, a, a house or something. Um, sh- should you be ready for a downturn? Should you expect a downturn? Uh, and, and how can you prepare for that? Well, you know, it's always just taking stock of your financial house. And, you know, there are years, a few years ago, when most assessments were flat or down. So, yes, we have had a couple of years of gains. Um, but those gains are only utilized when you either refinance to take equity out or you sell. And when you sell, you have other costs that are involved. So what I see in 2022 and where we started to go into 2021 is uh, a lot of planning that we see around the world in areas where real estate is expensive as well. And uh, a lot of families are actually keeping their homes in their estate and selling them privately to their children that are then taking over the home. And they're having different suites for multi-generational homes and and keeping them in there. So that's certainly an increase that we're seeing. And uh, we actually touched on that on one of the legal updates that we did for some local law firms last year. And then also we've been doing some educational seminars for some accountants as well. And within that, we were talking a lot about the utilization of reverse mortgages. And reverse mortgages are a way to unlock the equity in your home without triggering a tax impact um, and not having to sell your home. So you could be very healthy in your home and uh, in retirement, but still want to find ways to support your children without having to pay money each and every month that will not allow you to be able to afford to live in your home anymore. And the reverse mortgage is the perfect solution for that. And especially with property taxes going up as as much as they are. And um, I know that there's been some speculation about an equity tax as well. Um, That will just increase the utilization of reverse mortgages, again, to have people looking at what options they can utilize to best protect themselves, help their, their children equally without having financial impact in hardship as a result. And uh, reverse mortgages have been increasing, um, especially with our demographic of over 55 in the country significantly each year. Yeah. And I mentioned a downturn in the housing market, but um, there's really no evidence that there will be one. And uh, yeah, so I I don't think we have to worry too much. Yeah, Martin, that's something that has been talked about for decades and decades. And now I've been through two significant economic global 
um, shifts and housing continues to rise. The reality is we don't have enough supply. And I think what's most common is if people aren't finding the suitable housing here because people can work in different provinces in the country now, more people are moving to Alberta, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, where they can get housing that's suitable for their lifestyle and work remotely. Yeah. And I guess it just seems like everybody's working remotely now. So the the actual location where you are has suddenly become less important. Yes. And, you know, again, I've I've had some clients that have, uh, you know, uh, that owned property sold a decade ago, thought that maybe the market would go down. Of course, it didn't. And uh, now they're moving to Alberta as well, and and they're moving to Alberta because the there's no provincial tax there as well. So people are really looking for what options are out there, what suits my family, and what's going to give me the lifestyle balance that works. And wherever that is and whatever that is, we're here to give you unbiased advice for you to make your selection from. We're talking to Angela Calla, accredited mortgage professional uh, and the host of The Mortgage Show. Uh, every Saturday night, there uh, she's on at 7 o'clock tonight. And the book that she's written is called The Mortgage Code. And if, if somebody was was thinking, like maybe they have a mortgage and they have a, you know, a car payment and, and they're just kind of going along and they want to just sort of check out what other options they have, maybe consolidating into one mortgage, finding out what other mortgages... Um, they they should just go to angelacala.ca and and see what's what's out there. Yeah, just send us an email and then we begin a review. If you join us on the show later, we have Nicole who joins us. She saves three thousand dollars a month by consolidating her car loans, lines of credit, and credit cards. And so three thousand dollars a month in savings is thirty six thousand dollars a year tax free. So that completely turns the table on any borrower and allows them to be able to live a way better life and then start to build from that foundation and have them invest in RSPs, which then further can give them tax-free funds that they can use to further invest or pay down their mortgage. It allows them to maybe not work as much overtime and catch one of their kids' um, soccer games when those are actually back in force with everything that's going on, and a variety of things. It just gives you better opportunities. And for a lot of people... A lot of people would like to potentially look at one day what it would take to move from a condo to a single-family residence. And so if that's in the goal, then, of course, saving that $36,000 a year is going to go a long way in helping you reach that goal faster. So, you know, the numbers will either make sense or they won't. And if they do make sense, then it'll be all dollarized and there for you to make the selection. And if it's best for you to stay where you're at with your current scenario, then that recommendation will be given to you based on the black and white facts. AngelaCalla.ca is the place to go. We're talking to Angela. And when we come back, uh, we're going to hear more about uh, what's going to be on our show tonight, 7 o'clock on CKNW, uh, The Mortgage Show. But also, I want to get her opinion on uh, things like uh, potential uh, interest rate hikes and uh, also how to best deal with these uh, new assessments that are just going out in the mail right now. That's all coming up when we return with Angela Calla on Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer, and this afternoon, our guest is Angela Calla, the accredited mortgage professional who you know from The Mortgage Show, which you hear every Saturday night and tonight at 7 o'clock. 
Uh, Angela Calla is the best-selling author of The Mortgage Code, that book as well, and she's with us now. And uh, Angela, one thing I love talking to you about, because you I don't know how much you talk about this on your show, is, is your history. Uh, you have, you're one of those people who started early, you got into the real estate market early and you kind of learned the ropes and, uh, it's kind of an inspiration for young people. Um, like how old were you when you bought your first piece of property? 20. And you know, the advice that I did then is still applicable today and still the best advice that I would give absolutely anyone. And it is when I lived at, obviously when I started working, I put put 75% of my paycheck into savings because my parents warned me. My parents got help from their parents to buy their first home. And they said, my goodness, if you are ever going to buy a home, you have to start as a teenager because there's just no way that you're going to be able to do it compared to the prices when we bought. So I just followed their advice. It wasn't complicated. It wasn't anything big. And um, so it was a family a family workaround. You know, I I put away 75% of what I earned. And as a result, I did that. But the best thing that I did too, is I bought a pre-sale. So the pre-sale wasn't going to be done for three years. So I had the benefit of living at home, saving the money that I needed for the initial down payment. And then I was able to save up for another three years. Now, I write about that in my book. I did it personally. And then as well, I was one of those people who my situation changed drastically by the time that the presale was completed. Because when I lived at home, I was, um, I was working full-time for a company. And then I, of course, became a mortgage broker and left my full-time job and was newly self-employed. And so I had my backup plan in place and I knew with my qualifications exactly how much income I needed to show in order to be able to qualify for the pre-sale that I made. And then, of course, my parents had a backup backup plan in the event that none of those things worked out. So there was there was some risk, but there was some planning and there was a lot of due diligence on our collective behalf to allow that to happen. But then not only did my employment situation change, but my personal relationship status changed uh, because I started, I was one of the founding brokers of Dominion Lending Centers and they were in Port Coquitlam and I was living in North Van at the time. I decided to actually buy a home in Port Moody instead of the pre-sale that I had bought in Vancouver. So I had a lot of different personal lifestyle circumstances to navigate, but getting that head start, having that plan, saving money, my parents not charging me rent, and me being able to live there as long as I possibly could gave me the opportunities that I had and have continued to, um, to live by. Interesting. And uh, the book is The Mortgage Code by Angela Calla. And and there's no doubt that right now, uh, house prices, home prices are, are through the roof. But at the same time, I mean, people have been saying that forever, that it, oh, it's impossible to get into this market. They were saying that 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So what do you say to young people who might feel just so frustrated or, or think that it's completely out of reach. It's an, an impossibility for them to, to make that leap into the market. What, what do you say to them? Nothing is out of reach if you start with a plan. And that's why it starts from parents saying, hey, you got to start with a plan. 
And so as soon as you get your first job, you need to be in the habit of saving your money. You save first and you spend only what's left after saving. And so it's a whole lifestyle. And to be able to reach any goal, discipline is required. You know, we can't accomplish anything by just thinking about it or having negative thoughts before we've even had the opportunity to to create a plan. And in every market and in every decade, we're always going to have these challenges. We're never going to see an opportunity where everything, you know, becomes easy and accessible. Life is always going to throw us multiple challenges, but we have to continue to adapt and navigate this with experienced people who are going to allow us to look at different opportunities to help us reach those goals. And so really, I think if we look at fundamentally, the problem is a mindset. And if you open up your mindset and you align yourself with people who are going to help you reach your goal at at whatever time and pace works for you based on your personal circumstances, then you will reach it. But you can't shut the door before you've even opened it. Interesting. You can't shut the door before you've even opened it. Great advice from Angela Calla accredited mortgage professional professional and the host of The Mortgage Show, which you can hear tonight at 7 and every Saturday night on CKNW. And as I say, that book is The Mortgage Code. And let's, uh, let's uh, head on out to 2022 as we were looking at the year ahead. One of the big question marks is interest rates. We've gotten used to interest rates being mm-hmm. so low, historically low. And uh, I, I get the feeling that people have kind of forgotten about interest rates, uh, but how how are you uh, seeing interest rates in 2022? They have well. Here's the thing. I'm gonna. I share this in my book as well. No person can honestly predict interest rates beyond a few months because of the economic factors at hand. You know, prior to Omicron, everybody was saying, get ready for interest rates to rise, get ready for interest rates to rise. And now we have Omicron and now the Bank of Canada is wondering what else they can do because it's going to be very difficult to raise interest rates. So look at what you have right now. What's your contribution to principal and interest? I have to share with you, Martin Strong, I was doing a story on Global News four years ago, thanks to Global, uh, thanks to um, Facebook Memories. And <laughs> four years ago, 40% of mortgages were up for renewal. So we know that this year and next year is going to be a significant year for mortgage renewals upcoming. Anybody who's listening to that has that information right now and should take out their mortgage and we should see if it's better for you to renew that mortgage right now with the options that are out there and get access to your equity. Empower yourself. Lock yourself in or you know, get a better plan for the next five years to make sure that you have the best of what's out there because you cannot control the market, but you can control your personal household finances. Yeah, and it's interesting about mortgage brokers too. When people come to see you, um, I I didn't realize this until I dealt with a mortgage broker. You don't charge the client. the The bank is where you get paid. So it's it's actually kind of low risk for people to come to see you. Is well, that, it's actually the correct? only. Yeah, it's the only way to get unbiased advice because we're obligated to review all the options and then provide the ones that are best suited for the borrower that's going to save them the most amount of money based on their lifestyle goals. Whereas each individual bank, their only goal is to make as much money for the bank as possible and to to reach the bank's targets. Of course, they're going to do the best for you that they have there, but it's what they're not telling you that's going to cost you money. 
So when you use a mortgage broker, you get unbiased advice, which is priceless. And also um, you get access to lenders that have better mortgages than the banks, um, which the banks don't tell you about. You have access to monoline lenders that don't have posted rates. So you don't get stuck with these massive IRD penalties in the event that you need to make a change. And we protect your credit score because each time that you go to check for a mortgage, it takes points off of your credit score and it takes away the options that are available to you. Because if the banks see that you've been checking other banks, then or the bank comes out with a better new client special, then you don't get um, access to that because they see that you've been shopping around for a mortgage. And the lenders that have the best rates don't want to participate in that because the reason why they have the best rates is because they get business from mortgage brokers only and their funding ratio is important to them. So uh, very important. And then remember that the lenders are there to make the most amount of money off you. A mortgage broker is there to be able to save you the most amount of money. So wonder what service is better, a mortgage broker or a bank, just think to yourself, when's the last time a bank called you to say, we found a way to save you thousands of dollars and for us to make less compared to, you know, a mortgage broker who works with their clients when there's any market or lifestyle change to find ways to continue to save the money throughout the life of the mortgage. They're two completely different practices. They work together because we work with all the banks and trust companies and credit unions, but they're completely separate in, in what their values are. And it seems to me, most people, I, I mean, I'm one of them, uh, when you get a mortgage, you sort of look at the, the timeline of the mortgage, and most people probably think that they're stuck in that mortgage, and it, they'll have to wait till the mortgage expires before they can renegotiate. And uh, they, I guess there are a lot more options than people that people have than they think they have. That's the number one mistake that people make and and the biggest um, fine that they have is they don't know that they can break their mortgage. Because usually if they go and they want to do a home renovation or they want a loan of some sort, of course the, the lenders just do that loan for them. Because if you get a mortgage directly through a bank, then their penalties are so high, so it might not make sense to do it. But it always comes down to the math. So we do the math without bias. And the numbers are, hey, it, you're going to save $3,000 a month by redoing your mortgage and paying out all those loans. Or, you know what, you're in the best scenario for you right now. Stay put. So um, the lenders are there to make the most amount of money off of you by providing whatever options that they have that are going to kind of keep you there and and allow them to make the most amount of money. Whereas we're looking at everything holistically re- regarding your whole financial portfolio. Right. We're talking to Angela Calla about 2022. And I guess, so So just briefly, what's the very first thing people should do when they sit down with a cup of coffee and all their papers, all their file in the file folder? Um, what's the very first thing they should look at? Oh, just take a look at the mortgage. But, you know, and that's the thing is we can't look at everyone wants like a simple like 60 seconds, you're approved or, you know, let's do this one thing and everything will change. The best thing you can do is make the call because even though your mortgage rate might be great, if you're carrying a line of credit, credit cards, car loans, or you want to do a home renovations or you need an emergency fund, those financial aspects need to be considered just as much as the mortgage rate for your financial wellness moving forward. So one aspect of the story doesn't tell the whole uh, the whole story for you to make sure that you are getting the best options. But when you look at everything in its totality and you do that by 
you know, emailing us, getting an application in order, talking about what your goals are over the next, you know, five to 10 years, then we're able to make a recommendation on, you know what, stay put, or you know what, based on the information that we've gathered, here's, here's advantages for you to consider moving forward. And it's really that simple, but the work has to go into it to actually get the best solution for you. Yeah, that it's kind of a silly question to say what to do first. I guess the first thing to do is uh, go to angelacalla.ca maybe <laughs> and uh, talk to Angela. <laughs> Angela Calla has been our guest. Uh, she uh, is an accredited mortgage professional. I love saying that accredited mortgage professional. It just sounds so official, but she's also a lot more than that. Uh, she's the host of the mortgage show, which you can hear tonight at seven and every Saturday on CKNW. And she's uh, the best-selling author of the mortgage code, which you can get wherever you get books. And uh, Angela, always a pleasure to talk to you. And thank you so much and happy new year to you. And all the best to you and your loved ones for the new year as well. Thanks. Angela Calla, angelacalla.ca. Um, and still to come, 2022 is already proving to be a notable year. I'll tell you what's uh, going to come up in 2022. Also, some interesting facts. For example, did you know that 2022 is the year George Jetson from the Jetsons was born? It's true. I'll tell you about that. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. I hope the first week of 2022 has been good to you. If you're like most people, I'm guessing you're hoping for kind of a non-eventful year, at least when it comes to, you know, things like natural disasters and pandemics. 2022 will be the year among other things, of another Olympics. This one starting February 4th in Beijing. A lot will depend on the Omicron variant, though it's already meant that NHL players will not play for Canada in hockey. The NHL has decided not to send players because they need that time to make up league games that have had to be rescheduled due to COVID outbreaks. Some other notable events we can look forward to in the year of 2022. On February 6th, Queen Elizabeth will celebrate her Platinum Jubilee. That will mark 70 years that Liz has been on the throne as queen. No other British monarch has ever made it that long, 70 years. Then in November and December, it's the FIFA World Cup soccer tournament in Qatar. They're holding it then to avoid the crazy heat in the summer in the Middle East and also to give it some space from the Olympics in February. Hopefully Canada's soccer team will make an appearance at the World Cup. So far, so good on that. They'll uh, just have to win a few more qualifying games, but they're on their way. 2022 has already gone down in history on a couple of fronts. For example, did you know that George Jetson, the star of the Jetsons cartoon series uh, that was popular in the 60s and 70s, you know, they were the futuristic family. Uh, George Jetson, the dad, uh, was born in 2022. He is a cartoon character, but in the show, uh, it aired, this particular episode aired in 1962. It revealed that George Jetson is 40 years old, 40 years old. And the show was supposed to take place in 2062. So do the math. That means George Jetson was born sometime in 2020. So that means uh, 40 years from now, we'll all be riding in flying cars and working at Spacely Sprockets. Also, 2022, the year 
that Soylent Green takes place. You remember that movie from the 70s uh, with Charlton Heston? It was a, a futuristic thriller about how the earth is a mess, pollution and poverty has, uh, has created a dystopian nightmare on earth. And everyone's trying to get this uh, Soylent Green. That's what they eat. And then it turns out at the end of the movie, as Charlton Heston says, Soylent Green is people. So we, we learn that Soylent Green is people. Well, Soylent Green, the movie, took place in 2022. So uh, I, I think in terms of the movie compared to real life, we're doing a little bit better in 2022, though I think that Soylent Green is actually plant-based protein, tofu, something like that, probably in, in the real world, 2022. This is Vancouver Consumer. I want to thank our guest this afternoon, Angela Calla, who you can hear at seven o'clock tonight on her mortgage show and Macmillan Estate Planning. Uh, you can go to macmillanestate.com and sign up for one of the, those virtual seminars. They have one on Wednesday, 530 our time this Wednesday, go to macmillanestate.com to sign up. And uh, I'm Martin Strong, and uh, I'm here every Saturday from two to four in the afternoon, along with our producer, Jonathan Chung. A big thanks to Jono. And the news is next. Stick around. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.